this is Brittany Estep. And I'm Chip Richter. And you're listening to the Roots and Wings podcast. A conversation about faith, family, and parenting. We're glad you're listening. everybody welcome to the roots and wings podcast it's good to be with you guys today and it's good to be with you too dad it's good to be with you too Brett. welcome back to the roots and wings podcast you know like last couple of weeks i the i said the one week i said so Brittany will be back her cheerful voice and we'll have her next week and then of course that didn't work because of all the stuff that's going on i know and so i just said <laughs> Last week I said, at the end I almost said, so Brittany will be back. And I thought, no, I better not say that. Like, <laughs> but so I'm really glad that we could get yeah, you back. Yeah, well, I'm back, everybody. Like it or not, here I am. So so, so you're doing good? Everything's going well for you? Yep, doing good, doing yeah. good, getting ready for spring. Well, good. Well, I'm um, kind of, what I wanted to talk about today was, um, you know, remember the episode with Josh and Megan, we call, I think we called it, we have to try. Oh yeah, absolutely. From a few, few weeks back. And I just had a thought that came from that, that I just found interesting. And I thought maybe you and I could chat about it. And it's this idea that as parents, we have to, but this idea as parents that, you know, it, it seems counterintuitive to us because our whole parenting lives has been about protecting right about nurturing caring for protecting keep and you know is when you know when they're babies yep you got to do that but as things begin to happen as they begin to move on their own and explore and different things this this whole kind of new thing comes into into play and that is this idea that as a parent now you need to start to kind of begin to take your hands off and allow your kids to even fail to even fall to and because in doing that, we're doing something good for them. And, and as they get older, the idea of that becomes even harder, I think, because the risk becomes even greater. And, and I, just, I just think it's, um, I guess it's, it was a conversation I was hoping we could have just because I think risk is one of these things that most people try to avoid and to, to suggest introducing risk into our family and our household and parenting with our kids, say, hey, it's a good idea to let your kids fail. It seems kind of like a like an odd thing to say. But, uh, you know, when I think about, like, even bird, little birds that are, are one day are going to have to try to fly, that's, that's a risk. There's a big risk in that. I mean, it may be a calculated risk, but it's still a risk. And you, we've all come across as little birds that have, Falling out of the nest, and they're you, they're just ready, just they're just about to go. You know, I've moved a few of those into little bushes so they can hide out until they could take off. But there's a risk in that. But think about if they didn't take the risk, they would never learn to fly. And so I, I just have to, you know, I I just think when you look at that picture, the reality is that growth only comes with risk. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And I think that um, I like that picture of the birds and even the picture of, like, flying out of your nest. Like, I think we can all really, those who have had to fly out of a nest, I can definitely relate to that feeling. Um, sure. And, like, the fear that kind of came with that. But I even think that there's probably, prob- I mean, this is me just kind of thinking through this, but I do think there's probably something profound about 
um, low calculated risks throughout while a kid is growing up, you know, like not just in that one moment of like, all right, now you're ready to go leave. Mm -hmm. I hope you know how to fail, but giving them lots of opportunities to fail. Um, well, and, I think, yeah, again. like, all right, like managing the risk, right? Like you're saying being the person who's kind of knows oh, the yeah. risk, Manage understands the, risk. the degrees of risk and mm -hmm. what could happen. And so maybe what, what you're saying, I think in some ways is that we can, even in the parenting world, we can, we can minimize the risk, but there's still risk enough mm -hmm. to allow some growth, which is kind of cool. So we could look at risk as really being kind of a parenting tool. To sure. help, well, to help nurture and even cause or spur on growth, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I remember I was reading um, Love Lives Here by Maria Goff, which is a really great book. And she had a chapter in there where one of her, like, sons, she, she, he just was like, Mom, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave. I'm going to go away from home. And so she was like, oh. Okay, so she, like, helped him pack his suitcase. Like, together they packed How it. old was he? I think he was, like, I forget the age, but probably no older than 10. Oh, and wow. okay. she, like, they're, like, all right, well, let's think about what you're going to need on your trip. So, like, they, like, packed his suitcase together, and she just, like, sent him off. And she knew he wouldn't go. Like, she just knew he probably wouldn't go farther than, like, the they I guess they were super close to all their neighbors, and... He wouldn't go farther than the neighbor's house and he was gone for a couple hours and then he came back. But she said that like they they had they like they committed to parenting with this idea of like low um, risk. We must give our kids low risk opportunities. Mm, um, yeah. And I really I thought, well, that's terrifying. But I could see I've even seen it on the flip side of things, working with college students, um, some of some of the I can tell which I can tell which kids have been parented that way and maybe which kids haven't. Mm, um, yeah, but yeah. it would be hard to figure out what a low, like maybe what <laughs> you would hope that sending your kid off down your neighborhood is a low risk opportunity. I guess that some, maybe that would be kind of fearful to be like, mm -hmm. I hope this is right. I hope this is a low risk. Well, I wonder too, is if we as parents kind of get, um, kind of learn how to do it too, you know, as we start with our, when our kids are real little and their babies, toddlers moving around, we begin to introduce or, you know, introduce the idea of managing their risk, that, those risks. And mm -hmm. we grow, we grow in that too. And then I think, I think it does probably get harder as our kids get older, you know, because risks become, I don't know, there's a lot more at stake or a lot more Sure. Well, well, like a lot more you at risk. Older, your risks get larger, right? Sure. Right. They're less um, slow. <laughs> I, I mean, I think about when you guys were learning to drive and getting your driver's license and every single one of you, I watched every single one of you drive away for the first time by yourselves. And I can, I can't tell you how much I, my heart, my heart. I mean, I, I was confident that you were prepared and ready. I wouldn't have given you keys to the car if you weren't, but that didn't mean mm -hmm. there wasn't a risk here that we all sure. had to understand. And, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so. Yeah. That's probably why you um, would freak out so much when we forget to text you when we got somewhere. That was one of your <laughs> biggest freakouts as a parent. You guys are pretty chill, but I'll never forget. I got a, got a couple freakout moments from Well, that. there may be something to that. Um, I mean, I'm sure there is because, you know, it just to hear that you're there safe and sound allows us to, okay. <laughs> Take it down a notch, you know. Sure. So. I always and then, and then we used to also remember ask you to text us when you were leaving. 
yeah, I would forget to do that too sometimes. And I, there was a couple of times I was like, wow, I'm never going to forget that again. But um, no, I, that is like, I could see why that, that is quite the risks. Or I even think about, I think relational risk is really hard. I think like growth in relationships is probably one Mm. of the hardest things. And I see a lot of that in my day to day work. And um, man, I just think relationships are, they, they are tricky and they're tricky Mm -hmm. to manage and grow in and, um, it would be hard even as a parent, I think, to even allow your kids some some opportunity for a relational risk or maybe well, failure that in is, that. Yeah, that's you've moved into an interesting place. Um, well, that is hard. I mean, like, so let's let's create this hypothetical. Um, mm-hmm. You're um, you're the you're the mother of a daughter who seems to be attracted to guys that um well just appear risky mm-hmm. <laughs> and <clears throat> what do you do i mean do you do you uh do you step into that i mean how do you mm-hmm. you know uh, you know your your 17 year old daughter is brings home a guy that you just go oh my gosh mm-hmm. i mean man i don't know yeah. i know i i, or I, even I never friendship, or even friendships really like there's relational, there's, there's risk oh, in sure, any relationships sure. and there's, um, friendships that are just as, can be yeah. just as toxic or just as positive, you know? Um, right. What do you do? I guess around? until you see, maybe until you see evidence that as a parent, I'm mean, guess that, that it's really truly is, you know, harmful for, I guess you don't, I guess you don't step in, mm-hmm. do you? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Don't ask me. You're the parent. <laughs> I don't know. This is a this is a puzzling. This is a puzzling yeah. little rabbit I just, path. I just I'm not sure about. That, I probably. I don't know. I just think that risks in general, um, well, providing opportunity for your kids to fail means that you're opening up um, a lot of different opportunities for that and risks mm-hmm. for that. But I just want to encourage parents. I don't like. I don't have kids, and I I've never had to walk through that parenting process. But I work with a lot of big kids who have walked through that process so I work with a lot of 18 to 22 23 year olds and um this like statistically proven this generation that's coming into college so even this generation below um are the are is the generation that has has had the least opportunity to fail so say say that once once again that's really good they are the generation that has had the least opportunity to fail. So as a result of that, um, I work with a lot of students who genuinely don't know how to fail. And because Mm. they don't know how to fail, they don't have the emotional um, maturity to process failure. Then they are just stunted in anxiety and fear, which then it stunts. We talk about growth. There's such an emotional and a mental... um, growth that happens when it comes with taking risks and helping your kids fail like helping them reframe failure they don't like we're i'm trying to help them do that now Mm -hmm. at 18 and 22 which is good but also hard because they're being held back from different opportunities and a lot of that's because like they say that um the majority of parents um who parented this generation i'm not saying that everybody does so please hear me and that clearly they're statistically just research 
that it was, like, there's not helicopter parents, but they call them um, bulldozer parents, where instead of, like, hovering over their kids, they literally take out any opportunity of failure out of the way of their kids so they don't have any obstacles. Mm -hmm. And so then they hit college or next stage in life, and all of a sudden there are obstacles or they're not here to try to bulldoze them out of the way. Or they're still trying, but they're hours and hours away, Mm -hmm. and now Mm -hmm. it's not the time um, to do that. And so I guess I'm. it's just it's been surprising to me, and it's made me think back to how I was parented. I'm like, did I... Did I know how to fail? Did I have a lot of opportunities to fail? Um, I probably could have had more. <laughs> like, I probably could have done... I know, like, for me, I am an, an achiever and a competitor, so it's hard for me to step naturally step into things that I know I might not be good at. That's just my my nature. And so, it's you, caused, so you avoid the risk? Yeah, because I don't yeah, want to fail. Because right. in my mind, failure sometimes is loss, not yeah. growth, right? right? So, like, I'm growing to reframe how I view mm-hmm. new opportunities. And um, mm-hmm. that comes from just a really competitive achieving mindset. But mm-hmm. um, I do think that it's reframing. I, was gonna, I think that points really strongly to what you said earlier about, you said reframing or maybe redefining what failure looks like or even means, right? I mean, because mm-hmm. I think what you're talking about is let's talk about what this failure that we're experiencing really can be for us, you know, in a sense of what good can we see from this? You know, that's, isn't that what you're saying? So let's mm-hmm. redefine this. Yeah. Instead of calling this just a, you know, just a big, awful loss, let's look at, let's look, let's forget about the obvious things that we can see that makes it look like that. But let's look at some of the other things that sure. are happening. What else is happening? How are you feeling? What, mm-hmm. what, you know, let's look at it and explore, you know, and that's where the growth happens. When, right. we, when we're able to let go of even our ego and our pride because there's, our prides are bruised when we lose or we fail or we look like mm-hmm. we're losing or failing. And so, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and that is true. And that's why a lot of folks, a lot of people probably don't step out into the next thing, the dream or whatever it is because of, of gigantic pride that they just don't, mm-hmm. you know, they aren't able to allow themselves to be in that place, mm-hmm. to be, to be yeah. vulnerable, to be vulnerable. I think yeah. that's what we're saying. I think I can relate to that for sure. I do, I tell my students often, like it's only a failure if you don't choose to grow from it. Like it's yeah. only wasted mm-hmm. time if you don't take a minute to pause and reflect and be like, okay, yeah. how can I, how can I grow? How can yeah. I grow? And sometimes failure isn't personal like it 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 always feels personal because it feels like a its own form of rejection Mm -hmm. but um it's definitely it's definitely like when we talk about why should you let your kids fail or why should you let them take risks and we talk about it because of growth I think this growth is doing more for them in their emotional and mental capacity but also in their self-confidence capacity um than we may know and yeah, and the other thing that I w- that it comes to my mind too is just when I consider the idea of risks and the growth that comes. Then I think if you don't take the risk and you don't even experience the fail- failure, but what about the kids that are kind of held back from their full potential because we've protected them from all all, all of the risks, mm-hmm. right? And and in some ways, you know, we d- we don't know how far they can go. 
You know, you can look, you know, we just don't know what they can do what, or what they can achieve or what they can grow into if we. So I'm, I guess that's the reward or that's the motivation as a parent to just sort of, you know, hold your kids really loosely, encourage, even encourage them. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go up one more step and can you jump off one more step? You know, I mean, go ahead and give them a little encouragement, manage risk, all of that stuff. But I think the benefit, the payoff for us is later and seeing them being confident, uh, self-assured, uh, problem solvers, uh, self-motivators. Those are all things we want to see in our kids. And I think all those things come from those times of, be- of falling down, being helped up, being tears getting wiped away, band-aids being put on, encouragement being brought, saying, yeah, you fell down, but look what you learned, this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. Let's, try, let's try again. Let's do it again. Mm-hmm. And then celebrate the victories and then move on to the next thing. You know, I just think it's, you know, it's exciting when you consider it with children and growing up into people. Yeah. Again, that reminds me of what Megan talked about, uh, Megan and Josh talked about in their, like, we have to try. Like, there's a lot of things that they want to try to protect Riley from or don't want to, they don't want their ability to not let her try cap her out. Right. So, like, Mm -hmm. that's a big thing that they're sensitive about. But I think that's great. I think it's. A, I think that actually applies to all of us too, yeah. like you were saying. I wonder sometimes if we ever thought about how um, God sometimes calls us out into a risky place. You know, um, if 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 we're honest, I mean, I think we've all experienced a, a feeling or sensing God pulling us or drawing us into a a, a new place, a deeper place. Um, you know, and sometimes there's some fear with that, you know, of the unknown and it feels risky. And I think when we, when we experience those feelings and those emotions, I think it's important to remember that I think what's really happening, what God is really asking us to do is not to be afraid, but really to come into a place where new growth is going to happen and something, something new is coming. And um, that's a good thing for us. So as you think about it personally, for our personal growth, then that could be a, you know, that could be a new job or striking up a conversation with a coworker that you've been meaning to and you just kind of were nervous about, or I don't know what it would be, or, but it could be real life stuff. But in that, God's in that too and working in that too and drawing us into a, a deeper place. So mm, that's good. Without risk like is without risk. There is no growth. And so mm-hmm. it's impossible to grow. Possible to go. Risky business. <laughs> risky business I like that oh cool well thanks for your thoughts dad I appreciated hearing those that was good well you're welcome um, thanks a lot everybody for listening to the Roots of Wings podcast we appreciate you guys hey you want to hear some big news Britt yeah sure yeah tell me I am going to begin hosting a Saturday morning kids and family radio show that's Fun. Yeah, on a Christian radio station, a brand new Christian radio station that's starting in the Akron area. Um, oh. And so I'm excited about that. I don't have a, a launch date yet of when our first okay. our first uh, shows are going to start. But the thing is, it's not a huge um, radio listening area. If you live in the Akron area or in those surrounding counties, up to the lake. I mean, it's a pretty good area there. But it's not giant in across the state. But mm-hmm. but the, but the deal is anymore in these days radio is also streamed 
um, online. O- online, and this will be too. So all awesome. our listeners will be able to access the show, and you can get your kids tuned into it. It's going to be pretty fun. So I'm excited yeah. about it. I, I remember a few weeks ago I said, we've got some big news. I was talking to him about it, and it was all in the works, but now it's official, so I can actually That's say official. it. That's official. I love that. Cool. So, Yay. So That's fun. the radio show is going to be called Kids at Heart Radio Show because it's for really for everybody. Everybody's got a kid inside, a child inside still, and sometimes not so still, as Mr. Rogers said. But uh, I want to let everybody know about that. So we'll be posting links for that as it shows up. But uh, love that. That's cool. Yeah, that's super fun. That's awesome. Well, thank you guys for listening to our thoughts here today. If you have any um, feedback or questions or just um, your own thoughts about it, please feel free to reach out to us. Send us an email at Brittany, B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y, at chiprichter.com. And you can email my dad at chip, C-H-I-P, at chiprichter.com. Find us on social media, on Instagram, and on Facebook. Um, But we're looking forward to um, hearing more from you guys. And furthering on some of these conversations. We appreciate we appreciate you guys. Bless ya. Mm-hmm. Bless ya. See ya. <laughs> see you. See you later. See ya. Bless ya. <laughs>